Yes, people, it's episode 135 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, I am driving back from Londinium. It was Notting Hill Carnival today. Not Sunday fun day, no. Monday fun day. And so it was. Um, Sorry, I won't be driving too long in the podcast so you have to hear me a bit clearer. I just need to get it started as soon as possible. Right, get home. Oh, I'm taking it. Don't want this taking any longer than it has to. Uh, yes, but it's, it's Sunday. No, it's Monday. Fuck it, I'm tired. But um, how's everyone doing? How's, how's your week been? Did you go carnival? No, it's very late. It's a late recording. It's going to be a late posting. All behind this this week, all behind. But oh well, you, you you get it when you get it. You get it when you get it. But um, yes, how was the carnival, Darren? How was your carnival? My carnival was fine. I was stone cold sober, which um, doesn't help me at all at carnival because I have a very very low tolerance of you know really crowded places. Uh, loud music. I know, right? Bloody old man Griffiths. But I've always been like that. You know, the only reason I used to go to nightclubs when I was younger is so I could try to talk to women. That's all the reason I went to nightclubs. It was not for the music and the flipping crowds. I wasn't there for a good time. Alright. It was, as a, it was a means to an end, was my kind of attitude towards uh, going to clubs. I want women, and women are at nightclubs. Therefore, I'm going to go to nightclubs. Proof of this is, obviously when online dating started, I did not go to nightclubs. Don't bloody have to. Even now I'll do a comedy gig, if there's bloody like a rave after, it's like, yeah, Darren, you can get free. T- you, obviously, you're performing, so yeah, you, you come to the rave for free. You have some free drinks. You can bring some friends in for free. I'm like, that all sounds wonderful, but do you know what it doesn't sound like? Me just going straight to bed, and that's what I want to do. But no, Carvel's cool though, man. It's absolutely cool. Um, hot day. I can't remember the last time I was at Carvel. It's actually hot. Separated from Naomi for a bit, obviously, as you do at Carnival, no phone reception. But three were polite enough to tell me we've switched the network off. <laughs> but no, it's cool. There's six of us, the youngest being 22, and the way 22 year olds carnival is different to how a 31 year old carnivals. All right. She is, she's, you can tell she loves carnival. She's all about wine up the waistline. I said it in the most Essex way possible there, on purpose. She is all about winding up the waistline. I'm all about standing, trying not to look bored and agitated. But that's all I feel at carnival. I, I went, because it was already arranged for me to go and meet my friends. But do you know what, in hindsight, I should have just gone, can't be asked today. I didn't want to put a damn around one's mood, so. But no, um, but Carnival, it's some strange dynamics of Carnival, stuff that I knew already. 
like one men really don't listen to women at all they need a man there to say the same message for them to understand you know for instance sorry I'm not interested and the guy's like yeah but come on and she's like no I've got a man and he's like yeah but come on and she's like no I have a man and then you get pointed to and then he's like oh I'm sorry you've got a man <laughs> oh it's brilliant there's one guy who's trying to dance with Naomi and a friend he's just persistent and a friend grabbed her ring grabbed her hand pointed at her ring and he was just like so I don't care if she's wearing jewellery where's this man now points behind her sees me there and he's like oh tries to give me a high five spud me I'm like piss off mate I'll tell you what, some guys are fucking hungry but you're there being crushed you're trying to like move through the crowds and my man's there still trying to grab bum grab breast Let's have a dance. Come on, mate. You can see that's not going to happen. You're literally both travelling the other directions at about 10 miles per hour. Getting just shoved. But, hey, shoot your shots, fella. Fella's got to shoot their shots, ain't they? Got to shoot their shots. And I think, guys, be politeful. Be politeful, you know. Yeah, that's the word. Be politeful when you approach a lady. And ladies, be politeful when you reject them. Or, or accept it, whatever. But no, it, was, it was pretty mad. It was mad at Carnival today. So, um, Naomi said that some guy punched her in the arse. This is when we were separated. Punched her in the arse. So what does she say to him? I think she hits him back. Or she I said, like, what the fuck are you doing? Then the guy throttled her. And then she's like, what the fuck are you going to do now? Punch me in the face then, if you're that bad. And then he, he let go of her. And people who were there apparently, you know, waded in. And said, like, what are you doing to the guy? And as she was telling me this story, because obviously I wasn't there, I was like, wow. That was a good differently if I was there. Because um, I would have got my ass kicked. <laughs> Because I wasn't rolling deep with a squad. I was, there were six of us. It was me and another guy and four girls. So what would have happened is this guy would have been in the wrong, in the wrong. I'd have lost my temper. I'd have swung on the guy. And uh, I don't know what the guy looked like. He might be bigger than me, but I would have swung on him. And then either he would have weighed me in. Or him and all of his mates in the way because even if your mate's in the wrong, if you see your mate get clocked in the chin, you're gonna ask questions after, in it. So yeah, it would have been bad for me. So it's one of those ones that I'm kind of happy I weren't there, but I wish I was there. If you know what I mean? You want to protect your woman. But hey, she's a she's a she's a full grown woman, so you know, can't. Uh, she can handle herself. She stole the situation best way she could. But I'll oh, tell you what though. Happy I weren't there for that bit. But 
Yeah, again, got that one. I was down for a scrap today. <laughs> I was down for it. I was ready for a scrap. But um, what else did I spot at Carnival today? Um, no bras. Bras are out of fashion. Bras are definitely so 2017. Um, what else? I saw... The guy who plays Lucas Van Cole in Handmaid's Tale. Had a chat with him today. Very cool dude. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that's it really. I've, yeah, just being sober at Carnival, man. Tell you what, tell you what, it's crazy being sober. I needed a piss because I ain't spending money on a port loo. And obviously, when you're drunk, you piss anywhere, isn't it? As a guy, when you're sober though, you're like, well, I can't just piss on the street. <laughs> Uh, this is all too... Nah. Uh, it took me ages to find somewhere that I could piss. And I could see all these kind of little corners that I know that if I was drunk, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm pissing there. Because I was sober, I was like, that, this is not right. You can't do that. It's not right. Um, but yeah. Actually, I've got to send a text message. Bear with me, people. So back again. Um, I'm in the house now. Oh, God, my feet fucking kill. Walk around all day. Oh, my feet actually hurt so much. Oh, I'll tell you what, Stan Smith is not a good walking shoe. <laughs> uh, we've got long toenails either, but it's all hurting. Oh, fuck. Fuck, man. Well, what else did I observe at Carnival today? Being a sober observer that I've never been before. Um, the entrepreneurial entrepreneurship, fantastic. There's one stall that had drinks, food, and a toilet. All in one store. It's like you guys have got it sorted here. Anybody has a house charging people for a piss. The going rate for a piss at Carnival's three pounds. Think about that, people. Go right for a piss, three pounds. Train station charges 20p, and they actually clean the toilets. <laughs> I saw one toilet, three quid for uh, to use the toilet, five pound queue jump. I said, like, oh my God, they're operating a dual queue system. Priority boarding. <laughs> if you're in pissing group A, Please make your way to the toilet. If you're accompanying a young child or <laughs> someone disabled, please make your way to the toilet. And there's like everyone else, cows, animals, terrorists, serial killers, and it's like then everyone else in other boarding group. Please now make your way to the door. <laughs> You're like 100, 100 people deep in the queue. But um, I don't know what else I want to... What else I spotted at Carnival? Have it really? Have it all stand out? Just reiterating how much I dislike crowds and loud music. Anyone who knows me has been to a nightclub with me. I'll, I'll dance on absolutely blotto out of my face. But um, other than that, I like to be near the edge. 
of the room, of space, and I like chatting. That's for you, man. But if you're, um, and especially if you're not single, you're not trying to get in the mix either, even less incentive to do that. But, um, oh, God, I'm not sure if I've already mentioned the doo-doo. Well, it must be painful being single at Carnival, man. Have I already mentioned that? I can't remember. I can't remember what I said. But if I did say it, yeah. Well, if I if I had said it, I'm saying it again. But yeah, just being a single guy at Carnival, it's just it's not actually as fun as I'd think it would be from my observations. I mean, when, when you're drunk and you're like, oh my God, there's all these women, I... If I was single, I'd be getting all these women. They wouldn't. And I saw what happened when someone was single. This guy, he had it all. He had the haircut, the beard, tattoos, muscles. Oh, yeah, the whole package. Could he get a dance with a girl? Not not for shit. Each girl's now got a man. Got a man. Got a man. Got a man. It's like, Jesus, poor bloke. It's just bouncing around from woman to woman. They're like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Sympathise for you single guys at Carnival trying to secure a wine, but also not trying to get that criminal record. <laughs> oh, what else happened this week? Um, Edinburgh's finished. I can see from Facebook statuses, people coming back down. Now, good luck to everyone who went there. Hopefully your show got seen by someone important. They pay you lots of money to do something that's not stand-up. Because that is the aim of a comedian. Stand-up comedian. I'm going to get so good at stand-up comedy that no one asks me to do it again. That's the plan. But um, what else has been going on this week? Um, so I did my shows last, last weekend. So back... Back in the lab, back in the gym, trying to work out new material. And it's fucking horrible. I hate it. I just want to pay out the classics now. <laughs> but no, I've got to work new material, man. Got to do it. Got to do it to become better. And build up a new hour. So that's the that's the aim of the game. You see how long it takes me to do it. It took me just over three years to do my first one. So it should take less time as I can become a better writer. Have more to talk about. Um, so yeah. So it goes. Oh man, I've got, how many gigs got this week? Three. <sighs> Sorry, you're in the loads place. Um, South Kensington Comedy Club. Magaro Bar in Comedy On. That's both on Tuesday. Wednesday. Uh, I'm at... Um, I'm at Wembley in Laugh in the Box. Mr. Ori Stider's uh, comedy night. So get if you're around Wembley Box Park, get yourself down there and uh, come see some comedy and see me bomb my way through material. <laughs> now this Saturday, I'll be hosting... Leicester Square Fierce, a new comedian of the year. Heats one and two. I'll be the MC for that. That's your reward for getting to the final. Being an MC. 
for free. <laughs> and then Sunday, I'm at Sunday Chic uh, with an absolute monster lineup. Uh, it's myself, Philo uh, Huff, Kazim Jamal, uh, Travis J, Slim, Miss My Real. Who else is there on that poster? I forgot someone. Uh, yeah. Do I just can't remember what I just said? I'm gonna be interested to hear that shit back because I think I just fell asleep on the podcast for the first time ever. <laughs> I actually don't have a clue what I just said just then. I can't even scroll back to see um, what sounds has picked up. Hopefully it makes sense. We'll see. What what this is time? Sixteen minutes. We'll go about six minutes when the thing's finished. Um, but what else happened this week? Oh, that's it. I was talking about who was on the lineup of that gig on Sunday, wasn't I? Ah, jeez, Miss Maria Shabba. I want to say Victor Daniels is there as well. But I don't know. Let me say he is. Maybe Slim's there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but get your tickets for that as well. We'll get get all your tickets from our website um, for these gigs and stuff. You'll be able to see. So be honest, I'll be doing some old stuff at some of this, these gigs and there's some new stuff mixed in. So build it up. Um, right. What's happening in this world? Oh. No, can't think of anything else I want to talk about in the world. Mine's got blank. Spurs lose to Newcastle. Fucking hell. Imagine going to the A had and getting a point and then fucking losing at home to Newcastle. So Tottenham. So, so Tottenham. But, um, let's get on to Dear Deirdre. Fucking work on my bloody phone. Dear Deirdre. See, dear Deirdre, the girl I love tells me I am exactly what she wants in a partner and we have amazing sex. Okay, so what's the issue? But the next morning, it's like nothing has happened. Okay, what's the issue? <laughs> um, we were in our early teens when her family moved in next to mine. Oh, they're literally next door to each other. I used to look out of the upstairs window in the summer, hoping to catch a glimpse of her sunbathing in the garden. I was over the moon when we eventually got to be friends. I'm 21 now and she's 20. We have different mates um, we go out with on a Friday night, but we have got into the past of spending our Sunday, our Saturday nights together. Ooh. My parents have split up and my mum left while my dad is usually out Saturday nights. So we have the house to ourselves. Ooh. Sometimes we get a takeaway and sometimes we turn it taking turns to cook then we watch a film or something and go to bed just like a real couple where we have hot sex <laughs> um it's great but in the morning either she's not there leaving a note saying she has gone to the gym or similar or she is so matter of fact it's like we are just mates oh no um there is no question of a cuddle let alone having sex again which i'd love I really value her friendship and would hate to lose it, but what I really want is for her to be my proper permanent girlfriend. I have had a couple of other girlfriends very briefly. This is all irrelevant information. All irrelevant. 
Um, they were not special like my Saturday Night Love. SNL. Um, as I think of her, I have a terrible fear that one Saturday she will say she is not free to come round and I'll discover she has another guy in her life. That's probably the most likely outcome. So just prepare yourself for that, mate. Um, <laughs> um, it's a, it's, oh, sorry. It is as though we what we have together suits her just fine and she doesn't want anything more from me than this. Um, listen, that is what, um, shit, what was I about to say again? Completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. Uh, you can see my brain's dying on this pod. Listen, here's the deal. Just enjoy your hot sex with this lady, all right? That's it. No relationships blossoming, unless you've asked her. If you haven't asked her, then Jesus Christ, start there. Start there. Then if she says no, then you tell her, look, I'm happy to keep banging. That's what you do, man. And then, um, yeah. And just keep banging. Keep banging till she gets feelings for you. Right. Um, wow. Dear Deirdre, I asked my wife to tell me details of sex with other men when I struggled to climax. Eh? She was hesitant at first, but agreed. And I had the best orgasm I've had in years. We have been married for 15 years and and are 37 and 38 now. She has always been good, but I don't always climax. Wow. Since then, I've relied on this stimulation every time we make love. My wife happily goes along with it and tells me intimate details like how old boyfriends touched her. It works a treat, but at the back of my mind, I feel I shouldn't need to ask her to do this. Listen, mate, if that's your kink, then, you know, go for it. But, um... But, yeah, but if you, if you if she's not comfortable with it, then it's going to get very weird. Well, she's called cool to go with it, and you're both happy... Hey, don't don't overthink it. That's what turns you on, mate. Then good on you. Right, my husband of 25 years leaves decision-making to me, but then calls me bossy. Right? We've just celebrated our silver wedding anniversary, so it seems a bit late for my partner to complain that I control everything. See, you're even trying to control how he feels right now. I believe him. You know what I mean? What the fuck is that? I'm not a control freak. I'm literally trying to express my feelings towards you and you're trying to control that. Fucking psycho. And we are both 51 and don't argue often. No, you make some outrageous points and he doesn't say anything to keep the peace. When we do, it's about me being bossy. There you go. Yet he leaves all the important decision making to me and says I reject any suggestions he makes out of hand. I felt like that before. Don't feel like that now. Um, wait, what the fuck did I just say again? Wow, another glitch in the matrix. No, I don't, I did agree with what I just said. <laughs> Fucking hell, I swear to god, I'm sober as well. I'm just so tired. I've got to edit this podcast. 
Right, yeah, he leaves all the important decision-making to me, uh, says Origin in his chest. Yeah, no, I've felt like that before. And uh, do you know what you do, guys? Just keep on making decisions. You just don't, you just don't say anything to them after. You just do it. And it's done. Um, he spends all his time at the gym or watching football. Um, if I ever have a low day, he has a go at me. So I feel the pressure is always on me to keep things going cheerfully. But if he is ever down, all I do all I can to give him uh, lots of support. Yeah, that sounds about right. But, um, yeah, look, mate, your woman's bossy. And I think once a woman just acknowledges she's bossy, then um, I think the relationship has a chance to survive. That's what it is. Just go acknowledge you, you bossy. That's how me and I resolve our problems. We both know our flaws. I mean, it interferes with other parts of our life. So once you understand that, then, you know, falling out becomes less frequent. Right. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Oh, God. All right. That is the end of the podcast. Um, I'm falling asleep on the pod, and that's never good. What quality is it? Oh, actually, one more, dear Deirdre. Let's go. Gay past pal. Dear Deirdre, a friend is threatening to tell my girlfriend that he and I shared oral sex one night when we were drunk. Shared? What, you 69 with one of your mates? That is extreme. I mean, I, if you're going to get a little bit gay, I imagine it would start with like a kiss. But you've gone full 69. Wow, lads. I was attracted to him when I had a gay phase at 16 or 17, but I moved on. Then then met and fell in love with my girlfriend. Um, we are in our mid-twenties. He and I have always been close. We share everything and have always been loyal and honest. He knows my deepest secrets and I'd never have thought he could let me down. But we had a row recently and he threatened. And when he threatened, he would tell her what we did together years ago. I must admit... There are times when I wonder if maybe I should be with him and not my girlfriend. Should I tell her before he blurts it out? Listen, if you're thinking you should be with him instead of her, then you should just end your relationship. Just end it. You can't be with two people at the same time. Regardless of your fucking sexuality. Make a choice, you fucking... Genital hoarding bastard. <laughs> right. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Um, don't have anything to plug. Do I? Um, yeah, if you can't make it down to Museum of Comedy, go, get down to the Old Nell Jewelry, where it's the LA Comedy Club on the Saturday. Um, the Saturday the 31st. And then on Monday the 2nd of August, it's... Um, so that was LA Comedy Club at Covent Garden. This is LA Comedy Club at the Albany on Monday, next Monday. And uh, hopefully you can make it there. All right. Okay, that's the end of the pod. Piss off. I'm done. I'm out of here. Bye.